Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another instalment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and Weird Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the film's reference and no infringement is intended. Geeks! 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 Hello and welcome back to the Wee Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in a classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout all of the I Know What Urban Legend You Did Last Summer movies, Alexander Chart. Hello! Christina Masterson. Hi! Have you adjusted yet to the fact that we're also doing the Urban Legend movies? No! (laughs) I'm very excited to start those. I agree. Because I forgot who was in the first film. That's quite a cast. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody is in the Oh, I don't time. remember. I haven't even looked it up yet. Oh, mm. you okay, I'm going to be You got like a huge notebook between you and your mic, and it's like the strange blocker. <laughs> you have to <laughs> Let get me closer. move it for you. Is there that you better? That's better. Okay. And I can stop crying at night. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll always cry at night. We're here to talk about I'll always know what you did last summer or to avoid talking about that for as long as it's humanly <laughs> possible. Guys, no one's ever seen this movie. Let's continue. Yeah, no, it wasn't on my radar. No, I, mean, no I, I never knew it existed, <laughs> but now I do. I did, and we'll get to that in a minute. And my stupid optimism of my early 20s and my love for slasher movies. But yeah, it came out in 2006, gets a 3.6 out of 10 on the old IMDb scale. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can't tell our thoughts on it just yet. What's happening? But before we get to all of that fun stuff, we like to look at the year as it was in the worldwide money-making rooms that people go into. Hello. That's you. You're the room. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, can you please guide us through the top 10? I'm going to jump straight into the top 10 and not give any honorable mentions this time. I love it when there's no fucking preamble. <laughs> Cut to it. Coming in at number 10, the animated film Happy Feet. Creepy movie. Is that a dancing penguin? Yeah. Ewan McGregor's in mm-hmm. it right at the end. I never watched it. Second. It's oh, honestly, it. I find it a little terrifying. I know people, I know Ali loves this one. Yeah. You're McGregor and Dancing Penguins. Yeah. Because it's like that photo reel and thing. And then at the end, you see real people and they're like, they're looking at penguins dancing. <laughs> like, I'm not happy with any of this. Interesting. <laughs> Coming in at number nine, Superman Returns. Does anyone remember this film? Yes. Brandon mm. Ralph as uh, Superman, Kevin Ooh, Spacey yeah. as Lex Luthor. This was canon to the <laughs> Christopher Reeve. Like Kevin Smith as Lex Luthor. <laughs> and my brain was like, what? <laughs> These were canon to the uh, original right. Christopher Reeve. So Superman 5, technically, yeah. isn't it? Is that right? Is that just for the originals? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not as terrible as everyone said it was, but not great. Not great. Pretty forgettable. Yeah, I find like most of the Superman movies, to be honest. Like most of them, I mean, I know everyone loves that original one. I'm a big Man of Steel fan. Well, I think there are bits in Man of Steel, which are terrible, but there are bits that are great. Well. First half is awesome. First half is really good. Yeah. Second half <laughs> is, ooh, a little Dragon Ball-y. 
Coming in at number eight. I don't think I've seen this one. Mission Impossible 3. You haven't seen that one? That's a J.J. No. Abrams one. No, I don't think I have. That was the one that really kind of came back after a long uh, absence and then got it back on track. Interesting. I Thank like you. It. Thank you, J.J. I haven't seen any of these movies. I can't tell, but you're quiet. <laughs> Coming in at number seven, I've completely lost track of these films, maybe after two. X-Men, The Last Stand. Is this the third one? Yeah, the third one. This is where oh, Brian Singles meant seen to this finish one. the trilogy. Didn't. Lots of people died in it, and it's pretty shitty. Mm. Uh, it was Brett Ratner, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. And now you've got the, those new ones. I'm so confused with the whole X-Men timeline. Yeah, Dark Phoenix, uh, for people listening now. Do you know out. how many are out? How many X-Men movies? Mm-hmm. Well, you've got the original trilogy. Then you got Days of Future Past. Uh, sorry, First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix about to come out. So seven. Will then you got like, new them coming which, in the MCU soon. I mean, hundred percent, you will. Well, yeah, if you but count the, the same, Wolverine spin-offs, the same ones, like these same X Men from this Fox series, will they be in the MCU? I don't think so. I, I mean, not. Uh, no spoilers for Endgame if people are listening to this podcast this week. But I, there was a possibility of them shuffling it, which would allow you to organically bring in whatever you want, essentially. And they didn't do that. So thank God. Oh, I don't know. Yes, Christine it means I can still means I can still be Wolverine. We are, by the way, we don't like normally to contextualize the week we're recording, and we are actually recording this the week we're putting it up, and it's End Game and Game of Thrones week. So End was End of Game end, of Thrones, whatever. The end Game of Thrones. End Game of Thrones. That's it. <laughs> Did it? We made it work. <laughs> you guys aren't Game of Thrones watchers, are you? Nope. Brandon is. Oh, that episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what Bethany said. I was at work <laughs> and she like sent me a message. She's like, Game of Thrones. Oof. She spelled that out. Yeah. And then she wrote scary. I, I went like, from really? incredible. I've never been that in love with Game of Thrones. I was like, finally, right in the last moment, they're going to get me on board and I love this. And then in the last sort of 10 minutes, I was like, fuck this. Yeah, interesting. Coming in at number six, another animated film, Cars. Um, we always talk about it. It makes more money in merchandise than Star Wars. I've never seen really? it, but it's huge, right? Kids wow. love this shit. They do. They love those talking automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> and are polluting and killing the earth. Yeah. <laughs> there are no fucking hybrids in that movie. Um, Maybe it's hard, to be fair. I don't watch the. I've never seen it. Coming in number five, Night at the Museum. The Ben Stiller that was film. Five? How is it five? Gosh. Made 574. No, man. I haven't seen any of these movies. Really? What was I doing in 2006? Maybe you've seen, maybe you've seen this know. one. Coming in at number four. Living what? life. The beginning of the Daniel Craig era of Bond, Casino Royale. You seen that Excellent one? film. Uh, Special type of burger. Not that I remember. You haven't seen Casino Royale? Mm. Have you seen any Bond Man's films with Daniel Craig? No, I don't really like Bond films. I don't like oh, Bond films, this is a culturally you watch yeah. them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think if you're British, right, Al, you have to watch I them. I have to on my passport is revoked. <laughs> yeah. I was like a teenager when these came out. I didn't, oh, have, I didn't have to do anything. How young are you? <laughs> Let's out you on the podcast. <laughs> Going to number three. Again, another franchise that I don't know how many films are in this one anymore. Ice Age, The Meltdown. It's like 103 films. Yeah, because- it's like The Lamb Before Time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep, have you, no, I have you seen, seen an Ice Age film? No. <laughs> have you only seen the oh my films gosh, that we you know, make you yeah. watch on this podcast? If it weren't for you guys, I'd really, my list would be very, <laughs> very low. <laughs> Coming in at number do you know, two. Do you know what? Katie's never seen Lost Highway. I haven't either. Haven't I haven't seen all of his films. Yeah. I know, I have to. I was reading Katie a list the other night. We're like, what should we watch? And I was like, well, I'm actually just finishing off my, my list, which is taking me a long time, of my top 100 films of all time. Um, and so I read through them all to her to find out if there's any she still hadn't seen. Mm. And there was a bunch, mostly still animation films. And then Lost Highway, and she's a huge David Lynch fan. I was like, that's the only David Lynch film on my top 100 list. 
Wow, interesting. Guess I'll Let's go there. I bet this go, film's go in your top now. 100. The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> no, I prefer Inferno. <laughs> well, that came in at number two, uh, based on the Dan Brown bestseller, Tom yeah. Hanks and Audrey Tattoo. Wow. Never seen it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and coming in at number one, eclipsing all the others, pulling in just over one billion. Any guesses? Also, Spider-Man big Eclipse. franchise. <laughs> 2006, number one. Sorry, big franchise, you said. Big franchise. I could give you a hint. Oh, you're, she's fucking looking at <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Did no, you see it? Like Did you game. see it? I saw, I'm a long, give you a hint. I saw a long bunch of words. Eye patch. Yeah. Huh? Eye patch. Oh, a pirate film. <laughs> yeah. Dead man's chest. Yeah. They make lots of money. Oh, yeah. At least they used to. Thank you very much, Alex. So we're in the time of movies. Uh, Christina, do you yes. have the list of just some random horror films that we put together? I do, but actually. By the looks of your laptop, you should really be updating that, by the way. I know. <laughs> That's why I brought it here so you can help me. Um, I do you know. Want to why is it like that? Okay, okay. So do you, want me, do you want me to start from the bottom or the top? Start however you oh like. Oh my goodness. So it doesn't matter when it's horror <laughs> then. You can PUBG, PUBG that shit. Just, just before you do start, I do have an honorable mention. Yes. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Underrated. So <laughs> underrated. So great, underrated. It's a great movie. Okay. We'll start with the first on the list. I don't know if this is number one or number 20, but we have- No, no, no. We're, we're, they're just random what? anyway. Oh, they're just random. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. We have All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. So for those of you, oh yeah, the name of that. I watched that at the festivals. For those who don't know, this is kind of Amber Heard's first uh, real movie, and she was like the lead straight out. And I remember being at Fright Fest and watching it, and everyone just get whether you liked the film or not. Everyone came out was like, "Who the fuck is she?" (laughs) Because she was just like crazily captivating. It's pretty good actually. I recognize the name, but I haven't seen it. I'll watch it. It's a great title. I love the title on that movie. Yeah, that's a cool title. Okay, so the second we have Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Another fantastic movie. This is a slasher Mm. film for anyone who has seen any slasher film. You need to see some slasher films first. It's essentially about a slasher villain um, who wants to be the new Jason or Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's done like a docudrama. So it's like it's a fake perspective. Yeah. And it's Whoa. fucking hilarious. It's like it's it's all about the reality of what you have to do to fulfill everything to be a slasher villain in terms of like making sure you're construing people so that you know they're going to party at this house. And then two days before you can go in and like weaken the windows, take any weapons and cut around them. Love break it. when they mm-hmm. hit you with them. Like, Love it. Very funny. Well, we are definitely qualified to watch this one then. You are. That was a good like TV transition. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Um, okay, the next yeah. we have. Chris Theta. Isn't that right, Alex? That little sort of, <laughs> you know, when you see two, two newsreaders on TV and they do that sort of beautiful fake flooding? Yeah, That's yeah. what that was. That was yeah. good, good fake flooding. And we will watch it. <laughs> Back to you, Al. <laughs> next, we have Black Christmas. This is a terrible remake. We actually just covered it. Um, no, we didn't. We didn't quite cover it <laughs> in our last series of slasher remakes, but it's terrible. Okay, don't, don't watch. watch. The original's fantastic. Um, next, we have Black Sheep. This is a New Zealand, I think it is, horror film about sheep that kill you. <laughs> Classic. There are a Kiwis. lot. I could attest to this. There are a lot of sheep in New Zealand. There's more sheep there's than people. About, yes, there's about three so sheep eating them. <laughs> to, pers- mm. to one person. Three yep. sheep to one person. And yes, Body I did eat a lot of sheep when I was in New Zealand. It was pretty sad. You ate a lot of sheep. I did. It was I like lamb. on every they menu. Lamb and you when you call them sheep when you're eating them, though. They prefer yeah. if you disassociate it by calling them lamb. Mm, or sad. lamb. I don't want to do it anymore. And lambs are the babies. Stop. Okay. Next we have Delicious cold. sweet lamb. Okay. We get it. <laughs> next we have cold prey. Cold prey is fucking brilliant. Cold um, prey. Hmm? 
Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's really, really, really good. And we will definitely be covering that. There's only three films. Uh, it's Norwegian slasher movies. Ooh. The first one and second one are fantastic. Done by The first one is done by Raw Othag, who went on to, to direct the new Tomb Raider, which is fine. Uh, but he also did The Wave, which was brilliant. I feel like anything Norwegian is great. Honestly, it's really, they're really good. <clears throat> and then we have Dark Ride. Dark Ride's a little, I'm looking at it right now on my shelf, actually. It's, over there. it's a little slasher movie that a lot of people <laughs> like, and I keep trying to rewatch, and I don't really, I know my shelf. <laughs> I don't, I don't really love it. I don't love it, but some people do. Okay, well, next we have Final Destination 3. We 100% get into these. We've been trying to schedule it for ages, and then we keep shifting it around. I'm actually really excited, because all of them have lots of money. All of them have lots of fun elements, even when they're bad. So Now, the Final Destination is going to be part of the late 90s slasher? Oh, yeah. Are we the watching Scream that? and the Urban Legends, or is that separate? They're naughty movies. Uh, yeah. No, they're not a part of our... So, yeah, for those people who don't know, us three covered Scream. We're covering these ones, the like, quintessential 90s slasher movies. And then at some point in the future, we, us three will also be covering the sort of remnants around the edge. There's a lot of like 90 slashes, which some were big, some were Christina's just finding this out. I, know, <laughs> still, still <laughs> I, I remember Final Des- Destination, though. I don't we'll know which one won't. I watched. Probably the first well, one. Well, I mean, you're welcome to join yeah. us on that series, but we won't be, I won't be forcing us three into doing Final Destination. <laughs> uh, partly because Katie's been desperate to do that for years. Aww. It's a good series. It's great. She could replace I'm me. out. I'll do it for Katie. <laughs> I'm not out because of Katie. I'm just <laughs> good other ones to focus on. <laughs> we have The Grudge 2. Yeah, the American remakes for The Grudge. Mm-mm. Everyone knows The Grudge. Yeah, I remember The Grudge. Grudge. Yeah. She's lying. <laughs> it's this. Uh, sort of. That's more The Ring. What? That's pretty oh. good. <laughs> oh, The Grudge is the, J- the Japanese one, right? Well, The Ring's Japanese as well. Oh, whatever. Fine. Never mind. <laughs> um, next, we have Hatchet. Actually, it's Adam Green. It wasn't his first film, was it? But it was like his first breakthrough one. Again, I thought these were Fright Fest and Adam Green's a big horror genre thought and a big fan favorite. It's fun. It's like a slasher movie. Now you get quite a lot of films like this, but at this point, there were just remakes and Asian uh, remakes and you know, all that fun stuff. And he was trying to do something that was more of an 80s throwback to Friday the 13th. Hmm. Um, it was fun. You're oh. so knowledgeable, Al. Well, uh, is you it would knowledge? think you know. You would think he's reading this off his notes, but no, it's all in his mind. Set in uh, New Orleans, mm. cameos from Candyman and Freddy and Josh, Josh from Josh. Get out in that movie. Yeah. I'm in. I am a hundred percent in. What's it called? Hatchet. Hatchet. All those. <laughs> There's four of them, so I'll definitely be getting to that sometime as well. We're going to do the Candyman series. If they remake it, which they keep saying they're going to, then we'll probably get to that at some point. I've never been a huge fan. I'm a, I respect the Candyman series. I don't get much enjoyment out of them. I only remember seeing bits Jordan of it Jordan Peele wants to re- remake it. Mm. So that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Next, we have The Hills Have Eyes. Yep, The Hills Have Eyes. I like this movie a lot. This is Alexander Azure's remake of the old um, Wes Craven movies from the 70s. It's really cool. I like it. I've been there. You have been there? Yes. With their actual eyes. It is creepy. It is so creepy. I and I love it there. I saw a tarantula when I was walking to the bar. You know, I've never seen a tarantula in all my time in the desert. Oh, I'll take you to Ransburg. I'm always happy about that. Come to Ransburg. I don't want to see a fucking You're coming to Ransburg. I'm not going. You're coming to Ransburg. I don't like bergs. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have the host. Uh, that's great as well. I'm looking at that right now. It's that one. You see the, see the blue rays next to that pink bottle? 
You are an insane the second person. To bottom one. <laughs> second to bottom one. There. You can't see it because it's not facing us. It's blue. I can see Hulk actually. I guarantee you, if you go over there, it's the second to bottom one. Uh, the host is is fucking great. It's a huge sort of Godzilla movie, but made in Korea, um, mm. but with a great emotional sort of family core to it. It's very funny, very spooky. Good, good old movie. Next, we have Night of the Living Dead 3D. We're gonna. Well, Christina, you're already into this. I'm afraid. So you, me, and who do we do this with? Is it Haruka or Ali? Ah, yes, me and Haruka. <clears throat> yeah, we're what gonna, the you're hell? Gonna I thought be... we were done. No, you know we never got around to doing the remakes of them. So that was always intention. I just keep putting oh it off God. to be kind to you because there's some bad movies, and that's one. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Why? When you sign into a series, you're <laughs> in for life. Oh my God. <laughs> You done? <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, there's a lot, actually. There is a lot on this list. All right, we should Next, we going. have The Omen. Yeah, bad remake. Okay. Next, we have One Missed Call Final. Not a great remake either. <laughs> Next, we have Pulse. Not a great remake. Pumpkin Head. Kyra movie. Oh, okay. Pumpkin Head, Ashes to Ashes. Terrible sequel. Saw 3. I don't like the Saw sequels, and I will never cover them on this series. See you No sure? Evil. I quite like See No Evil, actually, the first one. I think it's all right. It's just, it's actually produced by WWE. It's like a wrestler slasher movie. What? <laughs> that is insane. They put quite a lot of money into horror. Silent Hill. I have, I have friends who this is legitimately their favorite film ever made. I'm a huge Silent Hill fan. Obviously, parts of our film Starfish were influenced by this. I am, mm. keep mentioning it all the time because I want to do a remake. Um, so it benefits me to say that this film could be better. <laughs> Interesting. Slither. Doing a remake. Slither uh, is actually by James Gunn, who went on to Guardians of the Galaxy. Never heard of him. Oh. Or that film. Snakes on a Plane. Got Nathan Fillion from Serenity in it. Never heard him either. All those projects. Nate Drake himself. Yep. Uh, Snakes on a Plane. Yep. Everyone's seen that. There you go. Not me. Have you seen Next, any of these? Next we have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. We covered this. You can listen to it on a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, we'll go to, oh, I forgot to say it at the beginning. Go to weirdgeeks.com. And branch out to all the social medias and listen to all of our podcasts. Do it now! Hey, uh, when you have conversations with friends or people you meet out in, in public, outside of the podcast setting, and they bring up a film that you've covered, do you just give them that response? Legitimately. <laughs> and just cut off the conversation. You can email us through weirdgeeks. <laughs> <laughs> Mail at weirdgeeks.com yeah. or fuck you at weirdgeeks.com. Yeah. No, I genuinely, there are movies where I'm just like, I look tired when someone talks about it. I'm like, I've talked for four hours, but I don't need to talk about that again. <laughs> just go and listen to my opinions in the podcast. You can get back to me with your podcast. Let's not do conversations in real life. Just through the medium of podcast. When a stranger calls. I actually really like this. This is one I don't, I don't have found anybody else who likes it. This is a remake of a classic. And I think it's actually really good. The Wicker Man. <laughs> the Bees! The Bees! <laughs> but this is, this is maybe the apex of Nicolas Cage memes. <laughs> or Nick Cave. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the thing. Which I found out like he Cave. has done multiple movies. Nicolas Thank Cage? You. Nick Cave. Mm, think of me and Nicolas Cage. Nah. Mm. Ah. And we're done. <laughs> and that's it for well today's done. podcast. Good job, guys. Good job. Them down there is 2006 on that list, brother. What? Did it say them? Doesn't matter. Shit, I just closed Picture it. of your dog. Um, here we are, guys. Let's get into this fucking movie. Now. So we're in a time, really, of Asian remakes. A lot of Asian remakes on there. A bunch of sequels still trickling out. Into that, 2006. So what's the gap been? It's been since 1999, was it? Or 98, the last one? I want to say eight, 99? Maybe like eight, seven or eight years. It's been a long time. Now, let me tell you, at the time when this happened, it, I was so into 90s slashes and 80s as well, but I was really into 90s. 98, I was, damn. I was desperate 
for another scream i'm mm-hmm. desperate for another i know what you did last summer so when they announced this oh boy was i excited and in fact it was called i'll always know what you did last summer I was like fucking great love it going straight to dvd red flag however in you my early love. 20s literally me and my friend tom who's the bassist in my band like we were watching every single slasher film that was put out so like everything that went straight to dvd we would watch it didn't matter really misspent youth <laughs> <laughs> And so I was just fucking psyched. Oh, we're getting one that's even going to be media. Like, if it's tied to a big franchise, surely there's going to be something okay with it. And here's my memory. That's memories. what I thought, though, too. I thought, oh, well, I mean, it can't be that bad. I also always thought it was a female director because it's called Sylvain White, but it's not. No, it's not. French. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just, all I'm going to say at this point in the podcast is my feelings at the time were, oh, that wasn't as good as it needed to be. But I still have fun with it because it was a slasher 90, a 90s slasher movie. And I was really happy with some of the things they did with the fisherman. <laughs> it's going to be very hard for me to basically. I mean, you've spoken about in other podcasts how that, that I have a very good poker face right until the end. Yeah, you do. You are the Lady Gaga of a podcast. Yeah, they're probably not going to happen in this one. Okay. Judging by my notes. Yeah, normally we don't like to reveal our feelings till the end, but we'll see. Uh, directed by Sylvain White, who did Stomp the Yard, The Losers. Tons of episodes of TV, like loads of single episodes. Yeah, he's done a lot. Hawaii Five O. Yeah, multiple Hawaii Five Os. And I think most recently he's been blamed for the Slender Man film that came out uh, last year. He's been year. blamed. Well, people <laughs> fucking hated that, and it right. was kind of like ethically a bit bad as well because they based a lot of it on the true story of this of those girl murders. Who, yeah. Mm. Oh, the attempted murder. Yeah. Writers Michael <laughs> D. Weiss, uh, who did the Butterfly Effect Two. This is really where the red flag should start coming. Hostel Part Three. The Scorpion King 4. Wait, I liked the butterfly effect, but I don't know if I watched part two. I remember part one. You didn't know, but you did. Okay. Uh, Jarhead 3. Can you believe they made Jarhead sequels? Like, I always see that and I'm like, huh. Yeah, that's weird. Weird, isn't it? DP'd by Stephen M. Katz, who did the Kentucky Fried movie way back in the day, guys. What Uh, the hell is that? (laughs) You never heard of the Kentucky Fried movie? No. That was one of the first, like, satirical postmodern almost sort of movies it was like a series of sort of weird skits um when was it in the 70s i think before i movie mm. it was really like sort of national lampoony but oh, not as a coherent story it's just like little segments well was it a good movie yeah but i mean i don't know if the dp here's work a picture from the film oh my gosh <laughs> i have just it's a picture <laughs> of a woman's backside with a <laughs> cream pie that adds up splattered on it it's like airplane meets porkies I mean, it's like right yeah yeah yeah, this is the last movie that the DP has done was this movie until now. He's now coming back. What is he doing now? I don't remember. I don't have all the answers. Hmm. Uh, music by Justin Kane Burnett, who's done a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know. But Alex, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Yeah. Did that. Did that. Hmm. Interesting. Budget. Who knows? Oh, my God. Tell me. I, w- I was so curious while I was watching this. Nobody knows. What? Nobody no, knows? No, but there's no way. No. I got a few numbers flying around, but they're all very contradictory. So I was like, I'm not comfortable with uh, just... Oh, this. no, I was so, so we could, I mean, we can guess. about that. I would guess... Nothing? No, honestly, <laughs> look, guys, we're going to talk a lot about how terrible this film looks. Shot on 35 millimeter. So... What? Yeah. I thought it was shot on, like, new digital or something. No, like, I really bad, bad, bad digital. Oh, yeah, I was in six. So HD digital wasn't even really... That's why I thought it was like I mean, they were well, testing out this was. new digital that wasn't so good. That was on film. I read 
from numerous sources, it was shot in 35 millimeter. But why did it look like that? Because they didn't know how to expose 35 millimeter. The DP wasn't using it properly, <gasps> which is strange considering. Oh, or just my God. compression stuff afterwards. Who knows? There's loads of ways you can fuck up. It's wow. like, again, last night, the Game of Thrones episode, people have been angry that it was too dark. And they're saying like the deep, like the uh, cinematography in this episode was really bad. Cinematography is gorgeous. It's just they did this bad compression on it afterwards through HBO. Like it's not, it's not the fucking cinematographer's fault. Um, but in this case, I mean, it's hard to tell with this. There's a lot of ways basically you can make it wrong, you know, through post, through processing, through compression onto DVD, to like all that stuff. Anyway, interesting. I do know, however, that it grossed in excess of $20 million. Get out. This film? Which Shut I thought it was up. a straight. I thought it was a straight to DVD. So I was really confused with that fact. And I read that in a couple of places as well. Wow. So maybe it's a lie that they just put up online <laughs> to make the movie seem more popular because I didn't even know it got a cinematic release but I presume it did somewhere mm. again that's probably worldwide so probably like what if it came out in Russia and in a bunch yeah. of places and just mm-hmm. accrued some you know 20 million Alex wow. is on it he's, un- he's unsatisfied with nothing this. on the list here anywhere starring Brooke Nevin as Amber Williams who uh, has been in the she's t- been in a lot of things oh my gosh of the four, what do you call it 4400 four whatever you call it uh, Chicago Fire CSI mm-hmm. yeah, she, was in, insta- uh, she was instantly recognisable mm-hmm. a ton of TV movies like so many Christmas TV movies I only know her from this and the live action segments of the Quantum Break video game you know where it goes back and forth between a half hour TV episode and then you play the game uh, and then she's done a lot uh david Paitku, not sure you say him as colby patterson he's in final destination 2 so i will be getting to him again <gasps> jock boy i called him jock dick boy oh, jock God, dick. right uh smallville supernatural <laughs> flashpoint i should say nearly everyone involved in this movie and the movie we'll talk about next week I've been involved with Supernatural in some way, from crew to oh, the cast. T- TV shows. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Uh, Tori was in a lot of Supernatural stuff. Yep. Tori yeah. DeVito as Zoe. One yeah, Tree Hill, Supernatural, she's... The Vampire Diaries, yeah. Pretty Little Liars, Chicago Med. Yeah, lots of stuff. These are working actors, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. they are. Yep. And they did that film. <laughs> ben Easter as Lance, who's in Morganville, and Husk. Uh, Seth Packard as Roger. I haven't got down anything for him, but I presume he I didn't things. look them up. <laughs> I just looked up Brooke and Tori. And Don Shanks <laughs> as the fisherman. He's going to be in Urban Legends Bloody Mary. Going to be in, when I get to it, The Crow Salvation. <laughs> and he's also Michael Myers in Halloween 5. Oh, wow. So, <sighs> horror royalty. The movie was announced in 2000. It was going to bring back, as we said last week, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Brandy Norwood, and the prince himself. FPJ. But, <laughs> for those who don't know, that, no, that classic home anacronym, every family. Uh, but it uh, took too long to make. The script was scrapped and then they couldn't get them back. They're all off doing much better things. Preparing a cookbook, apparently. <laughs> who? Ready Prince Jr. Is that what you said last time? <laughs> yeah, the cookbook. Google it now. Google oh. the cookbook. Pretty Prince Jr. Yeah. The front cover is fantastic. <laughs> the movie was originally entitled The Hook. And then they eventually just used the title that was originally intended to be the third installment, which is I'll Always Know You Did Last Summer. The problem is <laughs> that makes sense in the context of finishing the trilogy because it's the fishermen always will know yeah. what these people... These are new characters. Yeah. So it makes sense. And even when we see I Know What You Did Last Summer in this movie, never did they, can he say I'll always know because there he is, Freddie Prince. Oh, Freddie. Look at him. So happy. Naked from there, the there should down. be. It would be great if in this... In the background, there's a fisherman slicker hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. 
Um, it was. It is a mouthful, though, because I was having Brandon look it up on uh, Amazon on our TV to buy it. Mm-hmm. He kept asking, what is it called? What is it called? I'll always know what you did last <laughs> summer. Yeah, that's just how you talk to him anyway. No? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> We're going out for dinner. <laughs> Isn't that nice? What if this movie had been called The Hook? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it doesn't. It really, honestly, doesn't matter what this movie it was called. Have, it have, uh, yeah, it's, yep. It I find it more objective. Objectiful? Is that something? Is that a word? I don't know. I find it more objectiveful that it is called what makes the logical sense for the ending of the trilogy of movies. Yeah, yeah. that kind of pisses me off a little bit. But mm-hmm. at least someone's called a movie this, I guess. Uh, the original director was Damon San- Santo Stefano. Uh, who was fired, and then Sylvain White. <clears throat> now, this might explain some of the problems. He guys. was fired. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, I can find out why. <laughs> he knew it was going to be true. He was making a film that was too good. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvain White was brought in two weeks from the start of shooting. Uh, he had well, to cast, prep the locations, and devise the entire shooting schedule within two weeks. Fuck. Well, I give him over. I respect that a lot. And this is something mm-hmm. we hear a lot. It's like the Hellraiser movies people shit on. It's like, oh, they finished one movie and then they changed everything and they had 10 days to do all the casting yeah, and sort hard. everything out and just start shooting. They're making it up as they go along. Wow, 10 days to do the casting and everything else. That's crazy. Yeah. This one, yeah. apparently two weeks. I don't know. People say this stuff. Look, when a director leaves a project, a lot is going to change. Like doing anything, bringing mm-hmm. on new directors two weeks from the start. Big deal. There's going to be casting already done. They're going to be locations already set. Like you're not fucking around two weeks from shooting. Like, you, you have things set, and the director might come in and change, go, like, no, actually, I want to bring in someone else for this, or we should change this. But you're not starting from scratch. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Not on a schedule, where, not on something like this, where it must have cost a few million just because of the 35 million million. And, and honestly, I've just seen enough slasher movies to know that it doesn't, even when they look this bad, it could still be, like, the amount of locations that are here, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of locations. Yeah. Although they're shooting in, um, in what's it, in uh, Utah. Oh, I was wondering where it was. Because those shots at the beginning, I was like, that looks just like Park City or Sundance. Right. Mm. But they're just like the flash burns. I think they just went out on the street and grabbed images. And I do got to say, it <sighs> was like, I, I was like, how, how were all of these, like, all of the scenic shots were so bad looking. Yep. I'm like, I've never seen such bad scenic shots. Utah's a beautiful state. Yeah. It's hard to make it look bad. Yeah. <laughs> they tried I mean, hard. I guess it was... Had to do with the film then. Yep. Should we get into it? Yep. Let's get into sure. it. Sure. We have to. Yep. Destination films, guys. New logos at the beginning. Original yep. film. Squeaky sound effects. Yep. That was a squeak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we open on a top-down shot, just like all the others. Remember? Like yep. on the, that classic slasher. Yeah. It did the. It sort of felt like the first one, where it was like panning in. Yep. But this one is, <laughs> is not slick. It's underexposed no. and yeah. very weirdly framed. Yeah. yeah. What is up? What is is that like that tilt? What is that like? What is know. that? That tilt, right? It's, it's like, like it's not helic- straight on. It's like oh yeah, and then it looks like they cropped in on it. It's fucking it's. And then the title comes up, but it goes away really quickly. And I wrote that that's because they've been there embarrassed at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I was and like, is this out. a strategy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then we realized we're on a ski, uh, ski loot chairlift, so I'm like, oh okay, yeah. we're not in a helicopter sort of late man. We're contextually apart like wait a minute al this isn't near the sea (laughs) (laughs) i know we'll get to it Um, (laughs) we'll get to there's no i mean they're playing it that we're in colorado 
That's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. So Utah or whatever, it doesn't make any difference. They just shot Utah for those tax breaks. However, then I'm like, well, that's why that opening shot looks shitty because they literally just put a cameraman on a, on a chairlift. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he's just like tilting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then we're tweeted to what something we can never get used to in this film, guys. Quick flash cuts. <laughs> I fucking hate God. it. God, what is that? Do you remember when this was cool? First, I was like, is this a music video or yeah. is this it feel, right? it felt like, like a 90s music video? But like a bad one. Yeah. yeah. Because nothing was beautiful looking. I'm so happy that it's gone away. Partly because do you know how much effort it was to do flash cuts? It's like, so it's, it's a hard. Lot of editing. It was not hard. It just takes time. Yeah. And particularly when you're doing the digital age, there was a point when they transitioned digital and people still tried to do flash cuts and then you have to fake it. Because it's more of a, like, if you're doing it the proper way, I mean, you either have to like do particular flashlights that mm -hmm. go off and triggered oh. like a photography studio, oh. or you have to literally put sort of flash cuts into the cutting of the actual film. But I was thinking like, there must be other films that have done this thing and it looked good. I mean, there's a lot in that era. If you go back, it's like, ooh, a lot of flash cuts. But it's like, I think it was on like Domino from Tony Scott, was it? You remember that Kira Knightley? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Fucking loads of flash cuts in that. Like, it was played tons of movies at that mm. point. Which so I'm happy we're away from it, but also So this was just like an extra bad. At the time this one. could genuinely and I just again I remember watching this at the time. And I wasn't into it. was like, fairly yeah, discernible. Flashcuts, all right. <laughs> but it was like, okay, there's some that's how you ingested style into your movie. Or was like I put see. some flashcuts in. It's very <laughs> stupid. And we yeah, like looking watching it, I don't know if it's because that style is definitely out of trend now. Which is World War all down. Like, but I mean, for me, it was like, it, yeah, wondering whether it's because it's out of trend that I'm like, oh, that looks bad, or if it, I mean, it does look bad. But it also looks, it feels like a TV movie right away. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. But maybe if like the coloring and the shots were actually beautiful, then it wouldn't look as, I mean, yeah, of course. It yeah, look I'm going to say bad. the editing isn't the worst thing about this movie. <laughs> Um, oh, are we ever going to begin? Um, well, we start with one of my personal pet peeves, which is, and I can't believe they're still doing it in 2006. We're 10 years too late, guys. Stealing from Seven. Did you notice this? The opening editing and music. Like, they literally, they gave someone the music to the opening of Seven and were like, recreate it. And it's trying to be the opening, that classic, iconic opening sequence to Seven, mm -hmm. which a lot of movies, to be fair, did at that time. Still now, some do it. But this is... This is really bad, <laughs> really bad. Uh, as we're seeing what looks like Park City. Uh, but yeah, they're meant to be in Broken Ridge, Colorado. We're at a fun fair. We're introduced to our six teens, two guys and four girls. Happy ratio is what they call that. Yeah. <laughs> Amber. Now, there's a lot of, there's quite a lot of people here in the beginning. And a lot of yeah, them disappear. Disappear right yeah, away. Yeah. It's like a bigger group, but yeah. they're not the it's main group. It's two girls that disappear, really. Yeah. And another guy. Oh, another yeah, because there's like two blonde girls. I was really confused originally in the opening scenes because they look quite similar. Everyone's just very TV casty anyway. Yeah. Like no one's really that distinguished. Mm -hmm. Man, way first the styling. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it's yeah. so. But it's but I was thinking it's like it's so bad. But it was like, but I kind of think I wore those yeah, clothes sure. back then. <laughs> we all probably looked like that and felt pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was really oh, funny. The money sucked. Um, <laughs> every decade sucks to be fair. Yeah. No, I mean, come on. We watch some other decades and we're like, whoa. No, yeah, not for movies, but for fashion, I feel like. You look no, back at most decades. Yeah, but it's only because they rotate back in. You watch 70s that's now true. and it looks cool. Yeah, it didn't it in the 80s. I know, that's what I was thinking too, because like I was thinking, oh, 
maybe in a couple of decades will this look cool? Because yeah, yeah, 90s sure. does Absolutely. look cool. 90s is coming back for sure. And this is like early 90s for sure. No, this is 2000s. Well, yeah, but this is, and this is what we're going to get to when we do our sort of slasher revival era or whatever, is that when you actually look at what we think of as 90s slashers, they go up until 2006 pretty much mm. because mm. it's always later than you think. It's like when people think of 80s fashion, they really think of 91, 92 fashion. Like that's like when you hit the apex of something. Maybe. <laughs> so, okay. So the Amber's telling the story of the fisherman. It's now an urban legend for what happens on every 4th of July. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. Apparently. Yeah. There's no need to be near the sea. Don't scare them, Amber. East. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's killing me. East coast is where we originated. Yeah. Now we're. Very far west. <laughs> yeah. And this this legend, which I can get an urban uh, And again, I like turning it into an urban legend. Mm-hmm. We've already had what we're going to be covering next. Uh, you know, a bunch of these urban legend movies. It's like, could they bring those two series together and make- Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Make this. Because uh, this does feel more like an urban legend film than a fisherman film. Yeah. Very out of focus, I just want to say. <laughs> that's what that was, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they run into another dude who's working at the stall. So we've got, okay, a blue collar worker guy. Yeah, a mm-hmm. bit sort of like the that, bad boy. The bad the boy, yeah. He's kind of, yeah. Ooh, the mysterious his motorcycle. Eyes. That yeah. shot we're going to get later. Yeah. It looks like Chris Pratt with his motorcycle in Jurassic World when he catches the fly. Yeah. Uh, he's working stalls, hitting on Amber. As her blonde jock boyfriend is standing right <laughs> yeah. next to her. I do got to say, the amount of guys hitting on Amber yes. was kind of ridiculous. Well, it, my favorite guy that hits on her, we'll get to later. Oh, my that God. That is like the best. And what the hell? It's really creepy. But then I was like, well, maybe this is just a real slice of what it's like to be Amber. S- small town girl. Yeah. I don't know. They could have been a little bit more creative with that. So her job boyfriend is meant to be leaving Colorado to go to LA, and then I think she's meant to be joining him later. Yeah, she she's going to join mm-hmm. him. Yeah. yeah. Hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. For sure, we know. But then skateboarding bro, he comes riding in. Has he been away in the army or something? Yeah, he's like been in the army, and now he's just skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back. Well, no, back I to think, skate. Is he joining the? Uh, the or is he about to join the cop army? Force or whatever, whatever it's called. Cop it force. really does. It really <laughs> the police cop. force. That sounds like a yeah. great. <laughs> I knew that sounded weird. That sounds like a sitcom. Cop force. He's back from the army with his skateboard, and he's ready to join. Cop force. <laughs> They're too forceful. <laughs> This really feels like a trashy, low-budget Final Destination at the moment. Like, you got this setting up, like, okay, what's going to happen here? A big tragedy's going to happen somehow. Mm. Yep. Oh, yep. Fisherman suddenly just turns up, starts slashing. People are running everywhere. So, just before that, I need to say, as I said, I'm not going to poker face this. I had written here in my notes, I was literally about to type how much I hate this film already, and then the fisherman appeared. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love this film. I don't hate it. Yeah. Oh, when the fisherman appeared, I was like, no way. The fisherman. This is how ninja. the fisherman's going to appear? Yep. I was pretty They're shocked. Subverting your expectations. They well, were clever. Worked. I mean, it kind of worked. Clever. Clever. Again, oh, look, okay, well, let's just get out. Let's get through what actually happens. So, like, he's, like, running. From, they're in a huge fun fair. There's people everywhere. People are screaming and running. Production values spent for this opening because they yeah. have people mm-hmm. there in public. Um, presumably they used the fun fit that was already up and they're like, can you just keep it open for an extra day while we shoot here or something? 
Um, and then Fisherman's like running after them. The skateboarder guy skateboarding away from him suddenly materializes on the top of a building <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. <clears throat> They're doing flash cuts in this sequence as well. So Everywhere. it's not just a montage. <laughs> mm. It's during the context of the scene. <laughs> <clears throat> He's like on this on this rooftop. The fisherman's up there. Everyone turns and watches. He then, <laughs> he then skateboards off while the police are like watching. Everyone's watching. In the one of the funniest shots I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Sort of like glides off and it's triumphant. <laughs> death dive, which clearly is death is happening here. Like there's no one like what else is happening? Yeah. Uh, but everyone seems fine with it. Um, but he falls and fails because someone's moved this sort of tractor contraption to where a crash mat, <laughs> which would not have fucking saved him. It was. Uh, yeah, they were uh, mattresses, I think, weren't they? <sighs> yeah. It puts aside an attractive move then so he gets spiked perfectly as you only can in these kind of movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kill one, out. impaled. Turns out Fisherman was not Fisherman. It's one of their goofy friends running around in a Fisherman costume. Uh, they did this as a joke. Joke. Mm-hmm. They weren't even trying to prove a point or <laughs> scare someone. Yeah. Just for shits and giggles. And so at this point, we also lose those original friends that were in the. They the just Ferris disappear. Wheel. They disappear. They come back. Yeah, very the, briefly. For a second. Sort of, yeah, at a party. Like, the police would have <laughs> shot this fisherman immediately. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Right? So, maybe don't do that prank. <laughs> uh, the crash mats would not have saved this skateboarder. Don't know who they're trying to impress with any of this. Then they realize that PJ actually died, and we cut to the crowd watching the ambulance take him away as a couple of extras in the background grin manically. <laughs> Oh, I missed that, man. It's I didn't good. watch it. And this girl and her boyfriend are just like, <laughs> no way. And then the reaction oh shot of the God. guy who dressed up as the fisherman is fucking hilarious. Like his face is just like agape yeah. at the mayhem that just happened. But the other, like <clears> the <throat> girls, I'm like, uh, are you, are you even sad? Like the, the, um, intensity of like, it just didn't seem like, uh, no, anybody really cared. No. Right? It's just no like the cares. impact of it wasn't. A skateboard, bro. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we'll find another skateboard, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, he, he won't be joining the cop force this summer. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing, though. Looking at it on paper, I think you could do the scene really yeah. well. I think this could be cool fun. Like having a fun fair, Fishman suddenly comes out, a prank goes wrong. Like it's very, you know, rote. But I think it could have been pretty cool. Yeah. But between the actual, because there's like writing of a story and then there's writing of the script, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and between the script, the acting, the direction, the DP, the flash cut editing, like everything, it's just no impact. We go home. (laughs) (laughs) It's powerful. This this is where I'm a little confused. The guy who runs the stalls, his uncle is, what, so he was going to find out the sheriff is his uncle. Yes. I thought it was his dad from the context of this scene. No, the skateboarder is his dad. dad. Yeah. I was very confused. The I didn't know it was his uncle. I kind of did because he was talking about, oh, but he's going to get him into the army too or whatever. Yeah, because he's, I think he said when they force. meet, they're like, hey, cousin or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. He like puts his hand on him at the end and stuff. As well. So the kids who pulled the prank argue in a field for some reason. Um, and then a brunette questions whether it was an accident. Which you're like, why, why wouldn't it? Yeah, why? W- <laughs> what yeah. are you trying to say? But then nothing comes like after that. Like there's nothing no. to back that up later. No one's you know suspicious what I mean? really of each other. No. Really. It's like, it's very weird. And then they all make a fucking weird blood pact. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Like one of them cuts it. The jock cuts himself. No, he cuts. Oh my gosh. Were you paying attention no, or were you not paying attention? To show because he got pretend hooked by his yes. fisherman friend. Oh. So to like play the whole lie. That it actually yeah. happened. Yeah. 
So he needed that cut. Oh my God. But that's the whole setup right there. Al fell asleep at that moment, I guess. Yeah. No, I just didn't. I wasn't putting the fourth one into. We're troopers, Al. I know. Alex. We're Al. <laughs> I've seen this film four times, guys. Um, Amber really wants to tell people what actually happened. So she's clearly our final girl immediately. And I've just come off the back of doing these 80s slasher remakes. And that's what happens a lot. A prank goes wrong in the opening scene. The final girl wants to tell everyone. Yeah. No one else wants to. They make some sort of blood pact. That's what I know what he did last summer stole from was really, mm -hmm. uh, was it House and Sorority Row and Prom Night? And now we're kind of in that loop of, this is just a trope now. We skip a year later. Amber is at the grave of PJ, the skateboarder. Died doing what he loved. Yep. Impaled. I'm taking photos of... I don't know. She, yeah, I wrote, she hears a bird and just points the camera off to the sky. <laughs> I was no, she got scared of the bird. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was just thinking like of really um, scared. Danny Glover and... Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Goddamn pigeons. Yeah, look, Katie was watching some of this movie and whenever she brought out the camera, Katie was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she was like taking photos and this she was She even so had her annoying. finger over the lens at one point. Yeah, she was just very... Joe Brandon loved it. I don't know. He was asleep at that point already. <laughs> He's already gone. <laughs> she heads to a barn party. That's right. She's like in a Luke Bryan music video. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Basically. Yes. There's a girl oh straddling a dude on a picnic table. <laughs> oh, my God. Then <laughs> <laughs> she meets up with the old, old, uh, old uh, what do you call him? Whatever that boy is. The guy who's running the stores before. I'm going to call him motor oh, yeah, 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 motorcycle yeah. boy from yeah, now motorcycle on. motorcycle boy. Cool guy. Uh, Lance. Lance. He thinks she's going to be some big photographer. Famous. Yeah, sure. He's got a motorcycle. Colby, her boyfriend, however, is also at this barn party without anybody knowing. <laughs> like, she doesn't know he's there. The internship in LA didn't work out. This is after we hear him, like, saying to people peripherally, Oh, the girls in LA will fucking do anything. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. So then he wants to break up with her. She guess she didn't follow him to LA. She was supposed to meet him like a year after. She's too so busy taking pictures. This was of her last summer there, and then she was gonna. Because is she him. younger than him? Was she still at school? I didn't say, but all I knew is that she was gonna meet him after a year right. later. Okay, okay. So this was okay. So, but they're clearly not communicating. Great. Yeah, guys. Uh, if yes, you're in a relationship, exactly. communicate. Yeah, it's very important. Well, uh, not when you're dick jock boy. Putting it to all those LA ladies, <laughs> <laughs> la ladies. The old guy then obviously I love this when she comes around all sad because they're breaking up and then the old oh guy's just on God. his motorcycle and they put the camera in a wide lens low. Low, yeah. uh-huh. And then they shot her normal and then kept <laughs> cutting back to him super low. So he looks like power stance. The American flag is <laughs> hanging behind them on the barn. Oh, God. I mean, he did come off extremely creepy. Yeah. You want to ride my motorcycle? <laughs> I wrote down, what a film. Oh, wait, are you talking about the cop? You're kind of talking about the cop, right? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Oh, they did that to the cop, though, too. Oh, yeah. They do it quite a lot. This is the cop now. So she goes off to cry by her car. So <laughs> uh, weird. And also by what looks like the electric fence from Jurassic Park. Mm. It's fucking huge. <laughs> 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 what, what are they keeping out in Utah? When a deputy comes by and just to chat her up. That's, that's when so they did weird. that super low cut of the deputy. I didn't notice they did it with they the They do it a lot of the guys. I think it's because you're meant to think, oh, okay, all these the killers, guys yeah, yeah, chatting yeah. her up could be the killer. Well, we know it's not old guy because he was there in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I put pervy cop, killer. Question mark. Nice. Or new Dewey. <laughs> yeah. No, Dewey was a lot more like. He was lovable. He was sweet. Yeah, he was a lot lovable. more. She goes home. She gets a note, but it's from her parents. Psych. Uh, doing all the lingo. Her parents are away. So that works out nicely. 
And then she has a giant cuddly frog, and I think of Alex, because we're continuing. The Jennifer Love Hewitt final girl, huge cuddly teddy yep. bears, but now it's a frog. It's weird. Why do you think about Alex? Why do you think about Alex? Oh, I thought you, did you point out Alex? Yes. Oh, I can like to give the credit to Alex. <laughs> Thank you, Al. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a weird trope to follow on. I guess it's just meant to be like, that's when you don't know how to write innocence into character. You just desperately go, give them a cuddly. Mm. They'll look like a child. Ah, tedious spooky scene. She has 50 messages on her phone that all say, I know what you did last summer, which is not the name of this movie. I just yeah. want to point out. Yeah. So this is kind of a remake. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. When she's in her room and she's adding to her collage of photos, why is she just now putting up a photo of the guy that died? Like, why just now? That's a very good point. A year later. So he was in on the prank, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't get to land on the yeah, mattress. Yeah. So it's really his fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I thought well, it was just like, I don't know. There was no purpose. Like, why a year later now you're putting yeah. up a photo with like a million of photos up there already? Yeah, she looks at those messages. I know you did last summer. And then cue rock music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real, oh, the music in this movie is fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will spoil this on our 90s horror playlist that I made. Christina's yes. anchoring for. There are no <laughs> songs from this movie. <laughs> Thank God. Damn. Yeah, photoshopped. Uh, yeah, I love that they photoshopped over the grainy, shitty footage that I know what you did last time. I don't even put it on the phone. It's like added in and yeah. and it's way too <laughs> yeah. clean. It looks so dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really dumb. Uh, Zoe, the cool alternative girl, Rock I guess. Girl. Yeah. She's a band practice. Being a fucking star. She's pissed at Amber. So they have like Amber's like coming to her to tell her about this. She's like, yeah, I'm told to me in a year, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of like the Sarah Michelle mm-hmm. Gellar yep. role, I guess. Mm-hmm. But instead of her being prissy, she's being cool. They're playing a lot of the same beats at this point. They are. Just very poorly. They are. I love how when she's really, because she's a rock chick, when she's pissed off Amber, she just picks up a guitar. And <laughs> doesn't do anything with it. Just like pokes at it. It was so bizarre. It's like literally they were like, okay, you're going to go in this room. And then you're going to sit down and pick up the guitar. Like, I feel like my character would be doing something. She's like a musician. So I should pick up some instruments. Like, okay, do you know how to use it? Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> this yeah. Is I mean, at least like I don't know, change the strings or something. So it was bad. so bizarre. That was a turning point for me, where I actually wrote, and this is fucking terrible. <laughs> like everything else, like all right, clearly this is really bad. But that was when I was like, this is embarrassing for everybody yeah. involved, and particularly her. Like that's that's and that's one of those decisions which, like, sure, maybe the director told you that. Who knows? But, but if you don't know what to do with that. it, like, yeah. As an actor, she should have like challenged that or figured it out. I bet you she does now. Probably not. She probably doesn't think of this film. I mean, it taught you know what? <laughs> Honestly, it taught it taught me a lesson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what you else can't is just this movie? assume that it's going to be framed so it looks yeah. good. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that they don't really see what you're doing. You really have to be doing something. Be yeah. And what is this movie? <laughs> what is this movie for other than teaching us all a lesson? Yeah. Exactly. Brandon's like, why are you watching this? Well, this is education. This is educational. <laughs> it's July the 2nd, which means, oh, we've got days to come. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we brought it up, I was like, oh, God. No one's going to die for days. Uh, Amber and Zoe go to their goofy friend. Oh, wait, I do have to say, when the cop, when pervy cop comes to her, he's like, what are you doing? Oh, just, oh, I know, I did it in the wrong voice. But she's like, oh, just gross stuff. <laughs> so bizarre doesn't he say that like, writing was so bad doesn't he oh, say something like um, your parents are out of town aren't they or so he says something <laughs> like that I, I heard your parents are out of town she's like yeah 
I can come over and I'll be your frog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. Get back to Uh, it. I'm with Cop Force. I just realized why I wrote that. It took me a while. (laughs) (laughs) Amber and Zoe go to their goofy friend who's the one who dressed up as fisherman. He's still racked with guilt. So he's kind of playing. Roger. Yeah. He's playing. What's his name? From the original one. Pretty much. Ryan Fleeping. no, no he's the guy playing. that works in the fishery. Yeah, exactly. Is that the one that they blame uh, it yeah. on who gets hooked early? Mm-hmm. Um, and he works in the gondola. Yeah, gondola repair warehouse and lives there. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> that was the, the impression outcast. that I got. And he's the only person there. Yeah. Uh, I don't even fucking know what's going on. Nothing even happens <laughs> when he does like, the flame. <laughs> oh, this scene is just like, he is god awful. He is. I um I fell asleep at this point and so I had to rewind it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I had to go back. Why bother? Why bother? I, wake up I appreciate your dedication, sir. Yeah, no, I needed to know. The girls run into the sheriff who is purposefully creepy because obviously, and it took me a while because I didn't notice the family, family thing at the beginning. Yeah. So it took me a while to realize it was his son who died. Because at first he's saying stuff and I'm like, and he's like, oh, 4th of July coming up. <laughs> These like, weird things are like, what is wrong with this fucking sheriff? <laughs> there you go. Uh, Zoe then sees blonde jock boyfriend. He's now a lifeguard at a public pool. <laughs> yep. Yep. But there are two lifeguards at this tiny pool. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, I In don't case know. one can't swim and the other one's got to save that yeah. one. Jock um, boy's only there for the CPR, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, ooh, these fucking Utah girls. <laughs> don't put out like yeah. those law girls. Ah. Oh, so he gets back to uh, his station. Someone has written, I know what you did in water on the pavement. <laughs> Let's think about what this means for a second. <laughs> one of two things. At this point, we don't realize what's going on with, with zombie fishermen. So we'd have to think it's actually one of these people. They're definitely trying to make you think it's one of these people is yep. the fisherman, which means someone would have run across or dipped their hand in the water <laughs> and wrote it. And you see how quickly it's fading? Mm-hmm. They would have to be like under his chair. Mm. As he <laughs> Or, since we know the ending, Zombie Fish <laughs> did that. Oh, or maybe we could just will. Can yeah, will it's, just that super na- it's just supernatural. supernatural. Just willed, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. willed it with water. <laughs> Soon. Amber is out cycling, <laughs> taking photos. This is, I mean, this is literally like it's just her and the, and the cameraman. I'm not convinced anybody else went out to do this scene because it looks so bad. So bad. I would say that the way she uses her camera is ridiculous in this scene, but... The footage almost looks like, like the way it's shot looks like found footage. Well, this almost, is the thing. You know, like the quality of it. It's like I want to like lambast her for it, but it must be hard. The director and the DP explain to how to use a camera when they clearly don't know how mm-hmm. to use their own camera. They're just a collection <laughs> of people yeah, that don't understand how to use cameras. Her bike is damaged somehow. Tire got slit or something yeah, all it's of like, a sudden. Yeah, it yeah. Like a burst or was cut. Okay. Cut. Then a storm rolls in. She, t- she takes shelter in the top of one of the gondola's docking bays. So quickly it happens. Yeah. So quickly it becomes dark. There's probably like a three-hour cut of this movie that's excellent. It fills in all those gaps. Yeah. Mm. Uh, she gets the gondola down, and then we get mid-air gondola attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from the fish. <laughs> we see him in the opposite gondola, and then suddenly... He's sense. above. Yeah, he's above. So are we meant to think at this point that some of these attacks are in her mind? Like, she's... I never thought about that. And I never yeah, thought it was never. any of the friends. But. Well, I'll be honest. I did accidentally spoil things at the end of last week's episode by telling your guys there is a zombie, zombie in the thing. next one. Yeah, I mean. Oh, you it, know what? I didn't even remember that. Okay. So Even remembering that, it still felt like I was still getting the sense of what they were trying to do as far as like setting up those red herrings. Of it's, 
it's one of these people. I'll be honest, I forgot that they even tried to commit it. I thought it was from the off, just zombie fishermen, so I apologize. <laughs> I will try not to spoil <laughs> things again. I didn't even remember. Uh, and then her camera goes off. Yeah, which... Did that scare? No, I think it's meant to be. That's what you do when you need proof of something for later to show to people. You know, of like, oh, look, yeah. here's a blurry picture of that shark face. Or yeah, yeah and that never came back there, never right? Comes no. Back. I, remember thinking I mean, that. she like, looked at it, but you, it, you could barely see anything. And yeah, she didn't. There's literally show no point anything. for the camera got it. And honestly, I wouldn't look at it that quickly after just being attacked. Yeah. No. Well, also, yeah, I mean, isn't it, isn't it an analog camera? What? Is it in the analog? Is it digital? I don't think. She, I don't think it was digital. She looked it? at no, it. No, it was analog. Yeah. Oh, so was she just looking at the camera, maybe just to check it's not broken, maybe. No, she looked at the photo. Oh, did she? I don't remember that. Yeah, I saw two <sighs> photos. Best not to. But I don't remember really how. <laughs> I don't know. Best I, not to you, dwell. I'm not so sure. I would have to go back and check. But yeah. Uh, we get a terrible scene as the goofy kid is haunted by what happened and then begins to slit his wrist with a hook. Yeah. It is fucking just. Maybe the worst portrayal of suicidal depression I've ever seen in a movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And particularly for this actor, like, he's just been so goofy throughout and overacting. I know, but, like, it's like, uh, at this point, is it his fault? I don't... Or yes. is it no. their fault? No, fuck, look, you guys... Because all, nobody seemed good. I appreciate I do these podcasts with actors, so everyone always... All the actors want to stand up for the actors. I will tear a fucking director down when it's clearly a bad director. Yeah, there's everybody here is terrible. Let's be clear, yeah. like on both sides of the camera. But this, you, you can make any bad lines good in a scene. Like okay, you can okay. elevate bad horror films. Yeah. Like Jamie Lee Curtis in Prom Night. Like everyone's terrible in that movie other than mm. Jamie Lee Curtis. She fucking elevates that movie. Like, I just watched these movies. He goes movies. up to a coat and says, coat. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> I just, I mean, okay, look, I watched these movies and I'm just like, horrified that if i got a movie like this if i'd be if i would be this bad it would be on you and i I mean i've probably been this bad actually <laughs> so uh no comment there's just no there's just like i mean it's up to the director to get the best out of the people but more it's to set the context you know yeah mm -hmm. so you can blame context on the director but you can still do cool things within that as an actor or at yeah. least bearable things mm -hmm. yeah the coat thing was that's fuck, i couldn't <laughs> believe it. kato's like did you just say coat while looking at a coat? And I don't <laughs> remember that. I think I blocked that out. Is it because he's supposed to be drunk? He's just he's just spooked and he's like looking around. And then oh, a that's coat right. Hanging. When he opens the thing, yeah, he goes, oh, coat. Yeah, that's right. Even when he saw, even when um, I don't know Hook how you elevate guy, that Hook line. Man, though. Even when <laughs> say it. Even when yeah. Hook Man came out, it was like not really much of a reaction. Like there was no like intensity. No, it happened so like and it ended so quickly. Exactly. It's like a waste of a scene. Terrible. He gets got. Yeah, he gets got. What does got mean? Kill two. That's mm. what it is. He got got. Roger. Got, got. Got killed. Sliced across the neck. Or Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> the friends find his body in a suicide note, which we can't even read because it's not a fucking focus. <laughs> Couldn't believe that. <laughs> I was like trying to write down what was on the suicide. I can't even fucking read it because you can't even bother to pull focus. <laughs> so are we meant to believe the zombie fisherman wrote us? <laughs> With his mind. I don't know. I can't stop laughing uh, at this point in the movie. Uh, I think they're trying to make it look like he was the killer and now the threat is gone. Because yep. he couldn't live with the guilt and he had a coat. <laughs> okay. uh, Deputy Dewey turns up. Oh, this is the bit where he says that he knows she's alone. Yeah. yeah. Like at the weirdest time. Just like <laughs> rushing he acts like he knows don't something. Don't worry. It's all over now. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Android in the worst way. So horrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
fucking movie. Uh, they get back to Amber's house and there's a note that just says soon. Soon. And I'm like, please. <laughs> yeah. Daytime, July the 3rd. I started writing down the times of days because days moved weirdly from now on. <laughs> so they go to see Motorcycle Boy. He says his uncle knows something about some secret. And apparently, uh, this is where I learned it was his oh, son who died because I was really confused. I was like, oh, God. all right. He also doesn't know anything about safety protocol with the chainsaw because <laughs> he just turns around with it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Health and safety, buddy. Yeah. Okay, so daytime. Daytime July the 3rd, question mark, because it doesn't come up and affirm that, even though we had July the 2nd a minute ago. Yeah. They go and talk to Motorcycle Boy. Yeah. It's daytime. It was night before when Goofy Boy got got. Yeah. The next scene, nighttime. <laughs> so that was the entire day was they went and talked to Motorcycle <laughs> Boy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, whereas Amber... To get in a bra, no boob, no boobs, of course, but we get some lingerie yeah. <laughs> action. Uh, and then, ooh, a reflection shot as the sheriff takes his food out to the car through the puddle. So we've got some creative decisions happening. Yep. Um, here's a note on his hood, which says, we know what you're doing this summer. Now back <laughs> off before everyone knows. And then we cut to a hilarious shot of the blonde jock just hiding behind the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Man. Oh, oh, Yes. Zoe has dreams of goofy dead guys, a fisherman, and then wakes up to find her sofa cut up and her guitar <laughs> shredded. Yo, but yeah. Not in a good way. Not, <laughs> not shredded how we'd like to see her shred the guitar. No. No. Uh, which, again, this is what the fisherman's doing, and he's just cutting up sofas and breaking guitars. Because what I'm getting the impression <laughs> is he can only kill on July the 4th. Yeah. Yes. Is that canon from the other two? Does he only kill on July the 4th? And the other but, two? I mean, but, he killed the other guy. Yeah. They, they slowly, he slowly kills, Valid. and then, like, the big killing is that. Could he increase his speed in killing people as well? I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. Because his daughter died on the 4th of July, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. year before, and then they hit him. Yeah. His yeah, son was, died, uh, 4th of July. So it does make sense he should only kill on the 4th, but yeah, no, he's killing all along. Yeah. Yeah. Motorcycle guy then confronts Amber and he says, I know what you did last summer. Because everyone in We get that line so many times. We get it so many times. So many. And yet no one says, I'll always know what yeah. you did last summer. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I feel that every time that that line is said, just the sort of with the close up they always use, there's like a real pride from everyone yeah, that yeah. they dropped that line. Oh, like, I the actors just I'm like, getting, uh, I know what you did last summer. Slasher royalty now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's got, you know, scrawled onto his motorcycle. <laughs> he's all pissed by that. Uh, another reflection shot. Very cool, guys. They're suddenly just pulling out all these reflection shots. Mm. Who did the you know on his motorcycle? I don't know. Uh, I think the hook man. That was also Fisherman. Supernatural yeah. writer. That's the next movie. Fairly nice top-down shot. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. As jock guy swims at night and then the fisherman hooks his ankle. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's... Vaguely adequate. Oh, yeah. And why is everybody doing all these activities at night? Yeah, I mean, your friend just died. And you yeah, know. There you... might be a killer on the loose yeah. coming after you. Yeah. Let's go swim. <laughs> By Mythoff. For a second there, yeah, I was no. like, oh, isn't the pool scene a throwback to the first film? But I think I was thinking of Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, there's no pool Let's scene. Talk about that again. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, Anyverse Predator Requiem. Requiem, yep. Oh, maybe doesn't Jennifer Love Hewitt come out of the pool at the end of one of the movies? And then she goes into the steam room? No, she's only, no she's only in swimwear in the gym and then the sunbed. Never mind. Never that they can't turn off. Of course, Elle knows that. <laughs> they can unplug. They can't unplug. 
Um, then it turns, yeah, we return to shitty burn cuts, so I don't want to give too much credit. There's one shot for about two seconds that looks fairly good. Uh, they all go to see the deputy. He's got all of his buddies over. Cop, Cop force. force. <laughs> uh, and then the sheriff comes out, who is never without his sheriff's badge. Yeah. Very important. Even sleeps in it, has sex in it, bathes in it. So did you notice this bit when he comes out, he says, what did I miss? And then off camera, you just hear this. It's about your son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it's great live as the deputy's like, because the jock boy's like really, he's, he's amped. He's like, he's on cocaine or something. Yeah. And then the deputy's like, you better tell your boyfriend to chill out. <laughs> Which Amber says, she like replies and then walks away and goes, by the way, he's not my boyfriend. Oh, deputy perks up. Yep. Sick, clear signal, right? Yeah, <laughs> she's into him. <laughs> July the fourth at fucking last. Finally, the killing can really happen. Terrible droning grunge music playing. Zoe is saying, "You know what, guys? We're all gonna—they're all gonna leave plan. That was their their plan. Sorry, leave town. That was their plan. Seems yeah. a decent plan. <clears throat> Even though apparently the fisherman doesn't have to live by sea, he can come to deserts, mountains, wherever. So probably can get you wherever." So just to <laughs> just to That's kind true. of recap, the urban legend they talk about in the on the Ferris wheel mm-hmm. is that every Fourth of July a fisherman comes and he goes after teenagers that have secrets. Yes, right. And yeah. then this is the setup. Yeah, that's the setup. Yeah. So doesn't matter where you go, do you fucking idiots? Yeah. Yeah. But they're gonna leave town. But then Zoe says you can't leave town because my band is gonna get to play. And there's gonna be agents in the crowd, guys from LA. That's where the ladies are easy. So you kind of, you got to play your music. Uh, so they all decide, you know what? Let's watch the gig and then we'll leave town. I love, they all just shrug. Like oh, literally the scene ends and they're just there. Just going, eh, eh. Before, <laughs> is it already on the 4th of July or is it just after the sheriff goes, uh, the sheriff uh, cop force party where they're back at the warehouse. That's what the sitcom should be called. <laughs> <laughs> where they're back at the warehouse and they're going through. Amber, I think, finds like old newspaper clippings about oh, yeah. a fisherman oh, killer. No, this is this is yeah. After they decide to stay, it's other to say, say right? Yeah, and she says there's four teenagers killed in the Bahamas, which I don't think was yeah, correct. No. Uh, oh, really? Is that not correct? Because well, Jack Black is he a teenager? Well, yeah, because <laughs> it was uh, Brandy's boyfriend, yep. Ben Willis, boat hand, the bartender. But are they? They're not. They're not teenagers. Well. The only teenagers. I mean, let's the be kids. fair. These people probably didn't watch the previous movie. Weed man. Anyway, I guess yeah. But um, then, then they say that, and then they hook up amongst all this turmoil. Oh my god! Very this cool scene guy. was mind blowing. Yeah. Because first of all, in the book of things, the clip, it's clippings that Zoe yeah. like put together. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like a scrapbook of clippings of mm-hmm. this, you know, whatever fisherman killing, and. She's like showing it to him like it's like a yearbook. Like yeah. if she's proud of it. Yeah. And the way and like your friends just or your friend just died. This killer is on the loose. Yeah. You're you're in this like extreme situation. Yep. And when he looks at her every time she talks, it's like like oh my god, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the exchange that happens there's really um it doesn't feel right. Yeah. No. I wrote they are hooking up with everything going on. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I just noticed, which apparently- They're so relaxed. Katie said it was a big thing in America at this point. I was not in America in 2006. I don't know. He's wearing a fucking dog collar on his wrist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a dog. It's It's like like a- Like that hook. Okay, I had one. 
I had one. I may have had not a good the one. hook. Not yeah, a, not, not the hook. The guys. the cuff. Yeah, the leather cuff with the like with the studs and stuff. Yeah, you had it too. So creepy. When he's gonna kiss her and I see that come in the shot, I'm like, oh. Yeah, it was so it was so uncomfortable. It was not not right. It's like the gold chain wrist thing in Friends. Yeah. Ah. So, there's no fun fair in the town anymore for July the 4th. Since last year, they decided no more fun fairs. Yeah, but they have a fucking fucking talent competition (laughs) fun fair with fireworks and everything that was there before, basically. A fun fair. Yeah. The fuck is this bullshit? (laughs) And then I wrote down, I wish that it was the prince as the fisherman in this movie. Oh, that would be really great, actually. That would have been a great little twist. I miss them so much. After watching this, during this movie, after watching this movie, I'm like, I miss them so much. People who shit on it still know what you did last summer. You need to watch this movie for context of what bad slashes really look like. Mm -hmm. Like, really look like. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been great if Freddie Prince was like, thing, and they find this, like, draft papers of cooking recipes, and they're like, Wait, have we gotten to? Are you skipping the uh, montage of uh, Zoe practicing? No, I got it here. With, is that with her breathing thing? That's really, really weird. No, it's like, oh, how many shots of her belly oh. can you show? It was just so many like jump cut shots midriff of her belly, midriff. her midriff. Yeah. yeah. Good midriff. <sighs> There's a point where, as this is all kicking off, Colby says, This sucks. And he's not wrong. <laughs> correct uh all right so we're one hour in and we've got one one guy got killed maybe two if you include skateboard boy no but because he didn't get killed that was just a stupid act that was just he he died from darwinism so so, the greatest murderer of all i guess that wouldn't be i guess that that was an accident that should be the remake of final destination it's not death it's darwin yeah zoe does a song Oh boy, they really played this song scene for a long time, didn't they? They did. They gave us the whole song. Oh, like she, maybe that was in her contract, like Jennifer Love Hewitt for I Still Know. Do like, you well, think she's an actual launch. musician, though? No, I don't she think so, right? She couldn't tune the fucking guitar. She couldn't tune the guitar. Well, I don't think she, that was her really She seemed singing. pretty uncomfortable when she was up there performing, yeah. too. Like, it seemed like... Anyway, she gets caught. Yeah. Kill three rock girl. She gets uh, hooked and then pushed off the thing, doesn't she? She does, she does, she does. And then my favorite, maybe maybe my favorite reaction in a film full of great reactions is the sheriff comes in, sees her on the floor dead, then picks up his radio and says, we've got a problem. I've got a dead girl. Really calmly. Yeah, and he knows the like, girl. Everybody uh, knows the girl's a small town. I've got Zoe's a dead, dead girl. dead, not a dead girl. <laughs> I've got a dead girl. Yeah. Like he has no uh, like connection to it at all. <sighs> Amber and, and then what happens to her hiding. Hmm? And then what happens to him? He gets hooked uh, right away. Gets him. Yeah, he gets yeah. got. Kill four. Well, kill three now, technically. So they're running. It's pretty much just Amber and, and motorcycle guy now. Basically, yep. yeah. The deputy's out there somewhere. Uh, Blonde Joe. Joe. Sorry, yeah, he's still around. He's hiding from the fisherman in the kitchen. And now the Jurassic he's Park getting reference. Boozed. He's getting boozed. Yeah. Did they think true. they were making the Jurassic Park? Oh, that was very, very, very Jurassic Park. It really For was. sure, yeah. What I've written down here is I remember not hating this scene. <laughs> I was that hard up. A 90s style slasher movie <laughs> at this point in my life and watching straight to dv shit like this all the time again like this just to be clear this is terrible this isn't the worst where were worst. you emotionally <laughs> like dark um, place. <laughs> on the continent i was in england. england i come from england i don't know if you know i just i know but i just wanted to have a picture of you I was in out my of head film school. of when you did all of this i had a lot of free time I was in band practice a lot so i really was you know identifying with zoe yeah uh, 
You're like, I I'm, also couldn't tune my I'm guitar. Way, I'm I honestly, I honestly yeah. think Zoe was, was um, did better, acted her scenes better than what? everybody else. What's happened? Oh, you're saying I, she's I the best. I think she yeah. was the best. I mean, sure, like whatever you want. <laughs> she wasn't sure. So I'm fine. I don't discriminate. It's <laughs> bad acting. Yeah, Al, so were you, just to throw back to what you were saying, were you watching this guitar, uh, guitar <laughs> watching this movie, holding your guitar, <laughs> wishing you could play yeah, it? Just stroking it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, this scene, I do think this scene where the blonde guy getting got in the kitchen is probably the most serviceable slasher scene we've had in the movie. Like, it's the only yep. one I'm like- I would agree with that. I, when I yeah, watched that, I was like, a, this yeah, one was yeah. a decent kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not amazing. Go for a drop like, If I'm watching a straight-to-DVD slasher film, I expect it all to be to that standard. Yeah. And this is the only bit that really reaches it. Amber and Motorcycle Ball, all just left. They run into the deputy who thinks then that they're the killers- and, and he says the line again. The line is dropped again. I know he did last summer. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like, are they on, what's the word, when you get like money for each time you say something? Yeah. Well, uh, maybe at this point they were just like, we just want to make sure the audience knows this is part of the franchise. We're still in that franchise. Well, this is canon. We mentioned Bahamas, guys. <laughs> the fisherman appears. He shoots him again and again. Oh, shit. This is where we start to realize the penny drops. Indestructible. We get Indestructible. a proper impaling. Not bad. Well, he, before that, he, um, Cop Boy, who is still crushing on Amber at mm. this point, he gets hooked in the dick. He does. Before he gets impaled he gets by the, in the fork. In the penis. Yeah. Uh, which is not the ideal way to go. And then gets I think impaled. he deserved it, though. He was sleaze central. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. I mean, nobody really don't deserves, deserves it, getting but hooked yeah. In the penis. <laughs> He's bad <laughs> at flirting. Like, he never <laughs> he, refused yeah. to. Uh, he <laughs> he was just flirting. Yeah. Hook him in the dick. <laughs> He was just socially awkward. Learn yeah. to fly. I feel there's a line between sexual harassment and just being like bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she should just say, I'm not interested in you. And then he should get a message and fuck off. But he got hooked in the dick. But anyway, got hooked in the dick. Fair enough. He deserved it, apparently. Um, <laughs> and then impaled. We get a tilt of the head. So here's where I remember 26 being like, oh, they're doing like Fisherman's Becoming. Because my problem with the previous ones was I liked Fisherman. But then it's just this old dude, like Fisherman. <laughs> I wanted him to become more like Jason and like Michael Myers, just like a force of nature. And when he does this, I'm like, oh, they're going that way. Bullets don't stop him now. He's tilting his head in a Michael Myers fashion. And then they run him over. And he gets back up. Hat off. Dum, 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 dum. Oh, get the fuck out. Zombie Fisherman. And again, at 26, I'm all in. I'm like, this is zombie Jason from part six onwards. You're going to turn, because what they're going to do is turn Fisherman into something that in the future, then you can bring him up anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like an indestructible Jason type character. And I'm oh, contextually, not contextually, what's the word? Concept wise, conceptually. That's <laughs> completely into that. Sure. I'm completely fine with that. Let's just make a lot of, I know what you did last summer movies with a zombie, J- uh, zombie Jason Fisherman type guy. Preying on teens with secrets. <laughs> However... <laughs> It doesn't look good. Oh, it looks really bad. <laughs> I think that concept died right there. <laughs> yeah. They started something and killed it at the same exact <laughs> moment. Amber, uh, yeah. Was, <laughs> Amber, <laughs> I was about to call it the stillbirth of the fisherman. Anyway, Amber figures out it's the actual fisherman from the Bahamas and the original movie. But she has the original hook because what we didn't mention is in the opening scene, they eBay. Yes, he said. He, he said at that? the campfire, I mean, guys, this is the original. This is the hook. actual one. He says it a lot. 
But oh, come on, is that? that I didn't believe it. Oh, and so that's why it that's has why it hurts power. Him. Yeah, that's why him. it's the right. black blood comes out. So where does where does his hook come from, Christina? Yeah. You did not miss a thing in this film. You know, I, I took a lot of breaks so that I could focus. <laughs> <laughs> I took a lot of breaks for different reasons. <laughs> so I could just focus on the short moments that I did watch. I love it. I really did take a lot of breaks. Yeah, I did. I can't blame you. And then the motorcycle guy shouts to Amber some contradictory information. He goes, Amber. Wait, come on. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so they go into a warehouse. The fisherman just reappears because now he's full Jason teleporting, which again, watch the, watch the behind the mask. That explains teleporting as well. Mm. well they rig up a ridiculous trap with a motor. Yeah. They're like home alone. And then the fisherman literally just teleports in front of their eyes. Just appears in mm. front of them. Uh, we get a shot through a tube because they start trying to be arty. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, what I don't understand here is where the fisherman got his hook from. Like, he must have gone shopping at some point. Mm. Well, it's like it's conjured from his mind. Mm. From hell or wherever he's from. Checks out. He's about <laughs> to kill Motorcycle Boy when Amber turns up in a tractor. Oh, so. that's right. <laughs> just looking at her oh no there's an even better bit about to happen so alright so the end is she comes to attract the fisherman teleports again and goes to throw her in front of its rotating blades she shoves the hook into his head and it pushes him into the blades he gets kind of churned up <laughs> and for the entirety of this scene because no one she's left the tractor she's blades are just mm. as Katie points out and it's not for one shot it's every shot Every shot outside, you could see the person inside the tractor operating. <gasps> <laughs> could you? No. Oh, my God. I didn't notice. And they're just like pulling levers and <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh every my shot. God. And then they end on them like, you know, like they're pulling out on this wide. It's like, you've cut to a different shot. Just get them out. And like, no, oh, it's still in. my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. Oh, I wish uh, I saw that because that would have been my favorite part of the movie. Sometimes I write down quotes of lines, but I don't write down who he's from, so then I get confused. Someone at the Tell end me. says, I couldn't really see his face, but he's not from around here. Oh, that's her when she was talking to the cop. <laughs> the co- they were getting interviewed or whatever. But I could, oh my Because they still lied, you I know? Mean, for starters, they saw his face. His hat came off. No, yeah, because they were still late lying. Oh, they right, still right. had this like believe, story. But he wasn't yeah. from. So they're saying don't don't bother because searching. nobody would believe them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. loads of people die. Probably not a national emergency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the Utah-based emergency. Yeah. Don't worry. All right. So then we cut one year later. She's in Nevada, but clearly just the desert in Utah outside of Park City. Driving mm-hmm. to guess where? LA. 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 She's gonna go try those le- ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and meet him because he's there. Now he's there. Why is I don't going freaking know why everybody wants to go to LA. Colorado's mm. great, guys. Stay in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. I want to go to Colorado. Me too. Um, that's where I'm definitely going to end up. Should we talk about retirement plans? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh. I have so many in the works. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I dream about it every day. Then <laughs> she blows a tire. She gets out to check it. I remember liking this scene. <laughs> Fisherman. Right behind it. I will say. You get the worst fucking voodoo clouds ever. Bad voodoo clouds. Or oh, the earphone plug or whatever they used to call it. With the oh, hands-free like, thing? She's, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. on the hands-free earphone thing. And so was her ex-boyfriend. It yeah. was a lot of that. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's the color because they pan around her. She's looking around. And then you just for a split second see the fisherman behind her. And then it cuts at the split second you see him. Like they don't go too long at least yeah. for that. They mm-hmm. edit out well. Well done, guys. Um, mm-hmm. And that is the end of our movie. 
Yay! I think we all enjoyed that one. <laughs> so you go first. Oh, you go first. Well, I do want to say that I mean we try and do extra facts. There's not much out there about this movie. I will say in 2014, five years ago, Sony announced plans to reboot this franchise. Um, Interesting. And Mike Flanagan, who at the time hadn't done much, the guy from Oculus, the guy from Hush, the guy who's done the what is the Haunting on House Hill or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, that TV show. Netflix show. Uh, he was going to direct or write it. Jeff Howard was also going to write it. And it was rumored to be closer to the original book, uh, mm. which I have read like all of the sort of breakdowns of the book. And we talked about it in the first film. So if you want to. The guy who did it. Haunting on House Hill is great. I yeah, mean, no, Haunting on House great, Hill is great. He's a great director. There have been no new updates on that at all for five years until last year uh, when Jason Blum, who does not own the rights, and there's a rights difficult situation with all this stuff, he said in an interview that he wants to reboot. Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Interesting. As part of the Blumhouse thing. Well, in a cross-universe thing? I mean, potentially. Like, it makes perfect sense to me. All these 90s slasher films could exist in the same universe. Mm-hmm. They've got most of the same actors, <laughs> as we're going to yeah. find out next week, uh, returning. But yeah, nothing else happening right now. I know what you did last summer is constantly there. It's, it's going to come back at some point, but there are some problems with the rights. I'd be down for a reboot. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I like this conceptually. I'd be on it. <laughs> you, I jump for joy. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, yeah, that's a good question, guys. Because you guys are contractually bind, bound into every podcast series that we've started. Now, what if you were cast in a future Chucky? You were cast in a future. I know what you did last summer. Would you be able to to throw aside your insider knowledge and do the podcast still? Probably contractually, I'd have to ask you to burn all of the, <laughs> the podcast. Um, thank God, contractually, I have never signed anything. <laughs> still exist, guys. In the wild. Yeah, you would have to burn all the podcasts because we say some horrible things about It's like the same if, what if Christina and I were That's- both cast in future Star Wars projects? <laughs> That yeah. would definitely oh have to God. disappear. This is actually, I don't want to get serious for a second because we have fun, Would we guys. not be hired because <laughs> of that? I feel like but, Disney would potentially look into stuff like that. No, nah, no. Nah. Like, hey, but this is the thing. Like, I had this conversation with quite a lot of people about this stuff. Where it's like, that's the thinking that is the poison of LA. The right. poison of LA is like this presumption of desperation of, oh, we want to say everything nice about your entire company. Yeah, and that's company. true. You can't. But the reality yeah, yeah. is most people I've met who actually make decisions respect you when you have something to say. When Excellent. you have an opinion and you're like, oh, I didn't like this. So like, oh, how would you make that better? Okay, I great. Really so you're going to be the only one that's going to hire Kathleen us on Kennedy. everything. <laughs> what? I was just telling Kathleen Kennedy that I liked Solo. No, okay. Well, yeah. But if, you say, if you just outwardly say, I fucking hate this person who's running this company, maybe they're not going to hire you. Mm. But... You can be critical about a film. Exactly. Of course well, you can. I guess we're in Star Wars, uh, Christina. I guess so. <laughs> I guess we are in the new Star Wars. Um, but until that day, I know what you did last summer. I'll always, sorry, I'll always know what you did last summer. And I will, because I check my Facebook feeds. Mm. All right, I'll go first. Fine. I, again, I've been pretty translucent. I actually got... I wrung some tiny remnants of enjoyment out of this back in 2006 just because I was watching all the shitty straight-to-DVD slashes. I would do anything for another proper I Know What You Did Last Summer movie. So I was just, like, giving it every benefit I could, even though I knew it was bad. To be clear, this isn't the worst. I've seen way worse. And maybe if well, when we do our other, you know, like, the other little 90s things, maybe we'll hit some other points which are as bad as this. Maybe not. Who knows? But it's fucking garbage. Like, it's just garbage. It has nothing really to do with the originals. This does feel more like an urban legend straight-to-DVD sequel mixed with a bit of Final Destination, but with none of the production values of any of those movies. 
the acting's bad, directing is atrocious, the cinematography is mind-bogglingly terrible, particularly for someone who's worked so much. And uh, the music was terrible. I mean, I honestly don't, but it's not even so, I mean, it's kind of so bad you could laugh at it, you know? So, I mean, if um, I, you could probably, if it's on TV and you got some friends and you're drunk, maybe you could laugh at it. And yeah, it would have been more life. fun if I watched it with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I think bad slasher films are always more fun with friends. So it's not like, I've watched ones that are way more dragging because they're just so, oh, just, just mundane. Whereas this is so shitty that it's kind of like you're in disbelief for quite a lot of it. Um, but I have really nothing to say about it. It's a terrible movie. I don't recommend anyone watches it for really any reason other than, yeah, if you're the kind of person who's talking shit or not just I still know what you did. People talk shit on I know what you did. And it's like, watch this. Yeah. Understand how bad. I get if something if something's not to your taste, it's not to your taste. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But appreciate at least when it's like well made and people yeah. put effort into something. This is none of that stuff. No one seems to give a shit. Terrible movie. <laughs> the end. Uh, Anybody else? Christina? Okay, yeah, you you could end it. I um actually I was pretty excited about this movie and the fact that it was going to be a new cast. I thought, oh, "Okay, this could be really fun actually, you know, something completely different but that was the problem it was completely different like it sh actually should have just been it would have been better if it was just movie on its own if it wasn't connected to um i know what you did last summer and i still know what you did last summer yeah yeah and yeah exactly <laughs> but it just ha has no there's just nothing that makes you feel like it's part of that franchise really yeah i guess this the story but no but like it just the way it looked the way it was shot the way it was written, nothing, 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 nothing. I think we can all agree on that. Nothing. Yeah. So I was pretty, I was pretty disappointed, actually. Yeah. Is this? I mean, you've covered Scream, you've covered this, you've covered uh, the Night of Living Dead films, the Romero's ones. Oh. You've covered. There were what some. Else have you it was kind of hard to watch some Is of the, the Night of the Living Dead ones. But this was definitely it's all the scream ones were better than this. All of the 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 first two, um, I know what you did were better than this. Um, a lot of the evil, what did what did I watch? The Living Dead films. Yeah, a lot of that was actually better than this. But some of it was I do remember it being kind of hard to get through. Yeah, but this could some potentially be your new low, your new benchmark for. for yeah, us because at least the Night of the Living Deads, I don't know. There was. There's something he's something saying. Something cool them. about that. Yeah, even when they're yeah. bad, like he's trying to say something. Yeah. A career. No, care. actually, no, this is the worst. Okay. So ahead. far. Yeah. There are Hellraiser movies and other things which are worse, but I get some enjoyment out of them just because of the characters. I don't do so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, this isn't technically the worst in many ways. It's not as abhorrent, but it is just so nothing. You know, which for me is kind of worse. Yeah. I feel it just like it just looked so bad. Well, it looked so bad. Alex. did yeah like i you know in thinking about you know we're, we're we all work in the industry so i respect that, that people go into a job whether they're part of the production and the crew or whether they're the actors like they go into a job with the intent to do their best but mm -hmm. sometimes you don't have the tools whether that's like <laughs> from a skill perspective or a financial perspective or equipment, like mm -hmm. to, to make something very good. And this isn't very good. This is really bad. <laughs> it felt like a kind of almost sort of like a, like a really poor kind of like high school students first film. Yeah. It feels I'm like a fan film. That yeah. They, yeah. Fan film. I think that's, yeah. A I'm bad surprised that they approved it to be part of the franchise. I mean, 
Do, um, do they just not, does that franchise just not care at all? Well, I mean, again, well, who knows what the right situation is, but by this mm. point, like, whoever bought it and did this, like, it's different companies, so. I guess. Yeah, they bought it and just did it. I yeah. I mean, I, I just did not enjoy this film right from the beginning. I took so many breaks, just kind of, and I fell asleep. And yeah, it's just a poor film. I would not recommend it. But hey. Um, and, you know, like the last one wasn't great, but it was a lot of fun and there's something to enjoy out of no, it. No, the last like, one was great. <laughs> I mean, now I'm holding it like, the last one was yeah, really the last one great. Compared to this is great, but like holding the last one up to the first one, mm-hmm. you know. Big steps down each time. Steps down, but, but still like there's a clear quality in the previous one. Yeah, really and then I think that's something with genre fans, one of the things that they fight about, which I agree with, is like, okay, let's not mistake money for mm-hmm. quality. You know, sure, yeah, the yeah. last one had millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. This one had probably had a couple or something. Yeah, yeah um, I, I doubt the budget was big at all. But again, like we talk about all the time, that's the reason we have this shelf over there. We have a shelf on the, in our office of films made for under a million dollars that are fucking great. And yeah. there's some films that look like shit but are still really yeah. great. It's no, mm-hmm. it's no excuse. Like you can do great things with small means, and mm-hmm. and, and I don't adhere to to that. Thought. But then also, I mean, a lot of people don't finish their movies, you know, and they finished it, so at least yeah, they yeah that's it. There's like no, a no, respect no. in followed like followed through in some way. In like, you know? If we're really getting to the point, guys, where we can, we're accolading things for oh, you finished your movie that we're discussing, then fuck this. Like let's all hang hey, up. Hey, we're hat. just a, a glasses half full type of people, aren't we, Alex? Yeah, they finished it. What an effort! Congratulations. The director's done other stuff, which is decent. So it's not that he, you know he. Can't I know, and they've all done other stuff. Yeah, like fine. they've all been hired multiple. Times. but this is not it Several. this is fucking terrible but yeah it's saying all of that and and saying like how bad and crappy this is talking about a reboot i would be completely on board oh absolutely um a the basic reboot, story yeah. is great this and the basic story for this could have been fine yeah or a, um, a remake of the original but, and then to sort of go to what you were asking christina this um, out of the retrospective i've done is definitely the worst is the worst yeah okay. <laughs> easily welcome, the worst welcome buddy easily the worst well, if you, uh, we're going to tantalize the next week's thing in a second. But until then, please do head out to Weird Geeks. Please type in Weird Geeks on your iTunes. Subscribe and rate to us. The only way you can support us because we do not do Patreon stuff. We do not do banner ads. And we're not going to try and sell you any indoor heaters. Yeah. Ooh, I love indoor heaters. Well, well, you're not getting one. You can do that with your own volition. Also, you can email us, like we said, mail at weirdgeeks.com or fuck you at weirdgeeks.com. We just found out there's been some, can I have some people saying, oh, I've been emailing you through that. And we just found out there's been a problem with that. It had not been linking properly. It used to be. Somehow it's become unlinked. We're sorting it out this week. So in the meantime. <laughs> so all our hate mail we have not received. We have uh, you can also email weartessellate at outlook.com if you want to. Yeah, we're a production company. We are Tessellate. run out of London, LA, and Tokyo. We just made our first feature film called Starfish. Go to starfishmixtape.com where you can find out how you can see our film, support our film. That's how you can support us is by checking out the stuff that we do. Everything's going to get revamped over the next few months and we're going to have nice new ways for you to digest our podcast feeds as well as, as um, movies and albums and all that fun stuff. Next, ooh, pre-owned lowest price, Freddie Prince Jr. Story by Mark Shapiro, 1999. That is a good cover. Includes um, eight pages of photos. I'm your host, sorry, yeah, I'm your host, Al White. I'm Mr. Al White on everything on all the social medias and also on the Xbox, uh, Alex. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexander Chard. Hi, <laughs> you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at underscore hi, Christina, not H-I-H, 
What? H I G H. H I. Like a greeting. Christina. Like yes, a greeting. like a greeting. Like a greeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't spell hi H I H. What? <laughs> uh, Alex is showing us terrifying. Freddie Prince Jr. says this recipe made an actress fall in love with him to the point that it was creepy. <laughs> and that, my friends, is the plot of the reboot. I like the choice of oh capital gosh. letters in that sentence. He's making sentence. the same face. <laughs> Next week, guys, I can tell you this. No matter how you feel about it, we're going to be on the up and up. We're heading into the Urban Legend Very trilogy because this wasn't enough. We want to cover all these franchises so we get them out of the way. Are those all good? I, look. I can wait and see. Come on. Have you seen one before? <laughs> I think so, yeah. You might have seen the first one? Yeah, I think so. Alex? I've seen one and two, but I don't remember them at all. Okay. Okay. Excited to delve back in. Very, very excited. I've seen them many times. The third one I've only seen a few times. Um, but yeah, Urban Legend next week. A whole bunch of people are going to be turning uh, from the Scream series. Some from I Know What You Did Last Summer series. Very exciting. Can't wait. Uh, until then, just live your life. Live your life. Don't watch this film. <laughs> Keep listening to the podcast. We're out, geeks. <laughs> Bye, geeks. <laughs>